Perfect. Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're about to listen to another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi. Today is, what is it? August 28th, 2022. This is show 874. And, <clears throat> excuse me. First, I'd like to say thanks, big thanks to Jedi Jeff for his vidcast last week on some recent uh, some collectibles that he's got. I'm, I'm Joe, I'm Jeff, the um, especially that Exo Spock figure. I'm I'm very tempted to start getting some of those. I, I if they did a, a original series, not Mirror Universe original series, but I, I'd probably start being very tempted by by them. But anyway, uh, thanks for that. Big thanks for your show video cast. We don't really get a lot of guest video casts. So that was super cool. Thanks again, Jeff. I know those are much more involved and complicated to do. So appreciate it. This week, though, is going to be kind of a very super laid back casual show. Probably won't be as long as usual. Uh, I just going to kind of cover some recent things. I don't know, either collectible, maybe a little bit of collectible talk, but um Mostly about TV and movies that I've seen recently. Uh, nothing heavy. I just didn't um, didn't want to do, let's say, a, a, like a specific subject this week. Going on to kind of take it easy. They're going to do a big show next week for um, my anniversary show. It'll be since 2005, 17 years of Treks and Sci-Fi. Yeah, and by the way, that's gonna, that show's going to be on, let's see, I just looked at the calendar. What day? One, two, three. It's going to be the 4th. Yeah, September 4th. It'll be Sunday, a week from today, Sunday, September 4th. And I think I'm going to do 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Eastern time. So can do the Eastern daylight time. So do the conversion for wherever you're at. 2 p.m. Uh, and I'll put links on the Facebook group and online and stuff to get to it. Um, but um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do. Don't really have a specific subject in mind, but it's the typical anniversary show probably play some music videos, talk a little bit about geeky things, and uh, who knows, what else, maybe some prizes, but that's next week on Sunday. So, um, yeah, so let's just get um, into the show. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the man in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. Listening to Treks and Sci-Fi. 
All right, folks, as I always do, thanks again for uh, downloading, listening, watching, or not really watching. Well, sometimes watching the show, but thanks for uh, joining me on Treks and Sci-Fi again. How's everybody? Everybody good? I feel a little nasally, a little froggy. Uh, I feel fine. I It's Sunday. Typically, my Sundays when I'm podcasting, get up, have some breakfast, take a shower, and start doing the podcast. That's kind of my Sunday. But today, uh, I decided uh, I wanted to get our grass cut. I didn't get a chance to do it yesterday, so I went out this morning. You know, the weather is still pretty summery here. We're going to be in the mid to upper 80s today in Michigan, so it's easier. It's uh, not quite as intense to cut the grass earlier in the day, you know, for the heat and humidity. So, But I feel a little nasally. I don't know. I don't, I don't really have allergies, per se, but... Um, yeah, I feel okay though. So yeah, so if that's what you, if you hear a little nasally to Rico's voice, that you know that's what that's all about. <laughs> I know, exciting stuff. Um, also, I wanted to just mention uh, if you'd like to support the show, again, always thanks to those that do. Patreon.com, Patreon.com forward slash Trex in Sci-Fi. It's pretty easy to find. There's easy links to it on the main Trex and Sci-Fi com webpage. You can use treksandsci-fi.com or treksf will shoot you to the main page. Uh, anyway, that um, very much appreciate everybody who donates. Like I said, I think a couple weeks ago, I've there's there's always been a regular group each month for a long time that that donate a few dollars each month, each of them, and and I greatly appreciate that, guys and and ladies. That's very much. Um, just, you know, it's great, fantastic. And if you do enjoy the show, and like I've said also many times, um, I support the shows that I listen to. So, yeah, that's it. That's all. <laughs> all right. So, there was one thing that maybe I wanted to talk about first before we talk about movies and TV. And, and it's, let's call it the, uh, I talked about this a few times. I've, it comes up every now and then, but I was chatting with my friend Chris this morning, and let's let's talk a little bit about the state of uh, making big air quotes fandom. There's a lot of um, this has been going on for quite a while. I, I think the, the the ones that I really have noticed over the last few years, and I'm basically talking, uh, you know, just just to get to the chase, cut to the chase a little. Um, I'm going to talk about it, you know, kind of the the fan hate, you know, for certain properties that's going on these days and the um the i i, w I believe that in my opinion it, it, two two franchises you know in the last say decade this is this has happened with quite a bit and it seems to have spread to just about any let's say most mostly franchises right things like trek star wars doctor who um the lord of the rings stuff um Game of Thrones, like there's, it isn't, if you, if there's a sort of an individual single TV show or movie, they don't really have that problem unless they're based on something, unless they're based on like a book or, or a comic, uh, something like that, then, then, then it, it can, you know, get this happening. So, but you know, when Star Trek came back on air with Discovery and then eventually, Picard, Lower Decks, Prodigy, Strange New Worlds, you know, uh, Discovery especially at first was, was, you know, there were a lot of fans. It's There's no secret out there that, that we're having trouble with it. They didn't like it. Initially it was, 
it was the you know oh i don't want to, to pay pay for star trek you know that whole thing it's you know moving to streaming services the um so everybody kind of knows that about about that situation the the um the other biggie of course was star wars right with what they did with these sequels first it was the prequels that people were kind of down on a little bit then you know we got a new game in town and then the sequels come out and I've talked about these these things, and I'm not going to go into detail of the different franchises, you know, or the whys and the wherefores or whatever. But I definitely see the, let's say, the point of you know some of the people that don't dis or sorry, some of the people that don't care for these, let's say, newer versions or newer movies, newer TV shows. But what I what I always have trouble understanding really is. <laughs> Why are they just beating the drum so hard and constantly online about it all? Like uh, these, the places that do these shows, do they listen somewhat or these movies? Maybe a little, but not really truthfully. And, and, and also the other one that I, I always really fail to understand is why are you in these groups like a Star Wars group on Facebook or a St Star Trek group on Facebook to, to just say, oh, this sucks, you know, every, everything that's on Disney, you know, the one I'm, I, I really am tired, I'm so tired of this one, is the, if it's on Disney Plus, it's so woke, and it's not, you know, that they're just Disneyfying, Disneyfying everything, if that's like a, a verb or something, but, but anyway, there's just, it's just the, the, the vitriol, you know, the, the anger, upsetness is, 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 it's amazing, and, let me, let me say this, which I was I mentioned to Chris this morning, which, which I I have always kind of found this to be the case. It's very funny, and people will say people say things online that they don't say in person. I think there's some truth to that. I, I tend to be try to be and am the same pretty much everywhere. I've said this before too. Uh, you know, whether it's outside of work, at work, online, I, I'm kind of the same. I I just can't when you try to not you know you try to be different different versions of yourself into different situations and everybody adapts a little bit you're not going to be exactly the same with your you know your family or your closest friends as you are you know in a in a work meeting of course you know I'm, but I'm generalizing but the point is you know the the a lot of people will say that people say things and do things or, or whatever say stuff I guess or write things online that they don't they wouldn't do in person what I'm going to get at is like when I was at San Diego Comic-Con like last month, I, I bumped into and I, I like to try to talk to people, even if they don't if I don't really know them. And I had I met that Dylan out there that we did a podcast together and, and hung out. And I met a lot of really cool people who had very um, positive outlooks on a lot of the recent movies and TV things that are out there and just were, you know, reasonable and, and had similar ideas to how they felt about all this stuff to myself. And, and I didn't, I didn't run into anybody who said, you know, Oh, first off, I guess maybe when you go to a San Diego comic-con, I, I don't see why someone would go there. If there really are a hater on, on some of these properties or a lot of this stuff, I, it seems weird to me that you would go out of your way. Going to San Diego comic-con is not cheap. And even if you're local, even if you live in, in the, you know, California area, so, you know, the, if you stay in a hotel, that's expensive, you know, everything else involved. So, but it was just very pleasant. It, it re-energizes me a little bit. And, and going to cons has always kind of done that. There was a little lull that I was in 
Oh, back before, like maybe in the early days of the podcast, I was kind of getting a little burned out on the cons. Like it was more, I was just doing, and I think that was because I was going a lot of times by myself and they're much more fun with people, (laughs) with people. Obviously there's people, but I mean, going with seeing friends there and stuff like that. So, um, but the, and then some of them, you know, my sons have gone to them and stuff like, you know, besides going to cons that I've been to in Texas and Florida and California. And so I'm trying to make sure I don't wander and, and <laughs> waffle on, as, as meds would say, waffle on too much about what I'm trying to get at here. But let's just say the in-person interactions are, are very pleasant. But some of these people online are just so down on a lot of these properties and a lot of these things. The latest one being, you know, I was seeing some there was somebody that was really like ripping into this new Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power series before it's even come out, right? Based on some of the cast interviews and the people making the show and how they've had to adapt Tolkien, you know, and you can see in the trailers if you're a big Tolkien uh, reader and fan, you know, Galadriel is, is a primary character and and is she doing things she didn't do in the books? Yeah, whatever. But I mean, I'm a I've read Tolkien. I've, I think I've read most of his, his, you know, the big stuff that's out there. I know there's a, some other little side things that I probably haven't read, but I'm not by any means an expert. I, I, I feel like I know it fairly well. But uh, but anyway, the um, but they're just prejudging this thing. You know, it's coming out later this week, I think on Friday, right? Uh, Amazon Prime, that's a Prime show, right? But, you know, like Kenny went to the the Rings of Power presentation in Comic-Con and thought it was amazing. He just he couldn't say how, how, you know, he couldn't say enough good about it. And Kenny likes what I like typically. But um, it's just, and, and the other thing that I always get amazed by by all this is is the we have it so good nowadays. And, and I know that doesn't mean people always chime in if I say something like that. I'm like, well, just because there's a lot of, you know, streaming content and movies and TV shows doesn't mean it's good. And I'm like, yeah, you're correct. But <laughs> but you've got a lot to choose from. If you don't want to watch Rings of Power and you you don't think it's going to be good, fine. But don't rip it apart before it's even started because – there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that are kind of sheep-like and just like, ooh, I, I read or I saw some guy online that said Rings of Power was going to be bad. And then they sometimes that will make them not watch it. And I feel that that's very, well, first, don't be a weak-minded fool. You know, I'm going to say that out loud. You know, make up your own mind. I've said that constantly over the years doing the podcast. Always, whether it's TV, movies, books, whatever, if it's something that's really, something you're really interested in, um, I just like it, I can't avoid hearing what some people are saying, right? Uh, you know, but I do try very hard. That's kind of why I also try to watch these things as soon as I can. But I try very, very hard, and everybody's influenced by other people to some degree. But I certainly won't go shooting off my mouth about like I may, I may, I will, I will say, hey, this is looking good, this trailer or something or point something out to people. But I certainly don't rip something apart based on a generally, although I'll, I'll have, I will say there's been a couple of exceptions. That new Munsters movie they're doing, those trailers look, I'm sorry, they don't look good. That's, that doesn't look like the Munsters that I know. And they, they seriously, I'm very, I feel like I'm fairly easy to please, but they, they have made me not even want to see that, that 
it's a movie, right? It's a, yeah. So they they've made me not want to see that. Unlike this Adams family with uh, Tim Burton's, I think doing that. That's called Wednesday. Now that does look different than the old Adams family, but it looks to me good and interesting. And I really like Tim Burton, so um, so there are times, yes. And and it's the job of the guys making these things to to entice you to see them. There's been very few trailers for stuff that I that I've watched that over the years, many many years of. Oh man, that just looks bad right from the get go. But there's a lot of people like it's constant like. It's almost like no matter what the trailer is, they just rip into it. I mean, I'm 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 a little surprised. So I, I will say that yes, I there have been a couple of times where I but I don't generally spread it around. Like I I don't I don't try I try very hard if I write something like that. Like with the monsters, I'm like, well, this just doesn't look like it's for me. You know, more of like maybe I don't know how exactly I said it when I put it up online, but I, I'm not telling people. You know, people will go out of their way when it, like. There's a this Lord of the Rings post in this one group that, that this is kind of what wanted me to or made me want to talk about this, where I basically said, well, you know, we should at least give it a try. And I said something like that to this guy's comment saying, this is going to suck. It's not Tolkien, blah, blah, blah. And then he responded, you know, it's when he responds back to me and like basically like, no, you're wrong. You know, this this isn't Tolkien. This isn't, you know, all the experts I know that, you know, like it's like, what do you who who's seen this? You know, and even if they have seen like somehow previewed the few first episodes or something, I I mean, that's just one person's opinion. I've always, always said that a lot of this kind of entertainment is very much in the eye of the beholder, right? It's art, you know, the simplest way to put it, it's art. And and some things will appeal to some and other things will appeal to other people. You know, I, I use food as a comparison a lot of times. It's like, if you don't like Chinese food, I don't care how good the Chinese food is. If it's not your thing, you're not going to like it, no matter if you're at the best restaurant for Chinese food or not. It's just not your thing, right? And, like, there's a lot of people that don't like geeky, nerdy things. My wife doesn't really care for them that much. I mean, she's she's watched a, a fair amount. She likes Star Wars and some of the Star Trek stuff and things, but um, she's not really into fantasy things very much. So, you know, things like Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings don't really appeal to her that much, although she's kind of changing, I think, a little bit, maybe. Um, but um, I've probably gone on way too much about this subject, but I, it, it's, it's, it's really gotten out of control, honestly, you know. And I think, like the other one I will, I'll mention quick, and then I'm going to take a break, and I'll come back and talk about some of the things that I am watching and my opinions on them. And again, as I've said since I started the podcast, these are always my opinions, uh, and, you know, I feel like I have a fairly good sense for this kind of stuff and, and I enjoy it. But, um, the other one that's, <laughs> they're talking a lot about is She-Hulk, which has only had like two fairly short episodes so far on Disney plus, and I'm enjoying it. I'm not a She-Hulk like huge fan. I've seen her in comics. I've read some of her, her, her comics, but you know, I do know enough about the character to know, yes, they are changing a few things. But Marvel works on this, right? This isn't like somebody taking a property. I mean, I mean, Kevin Feige, the whole Marvel like entertainment arm that does the TV for Disney and the movies they've done. These guys kind of get it right. They really do. And, and is it exactly like the comics? No. I mean, the Avengers and the people that everybody you know has loved and for a lot of people have loved. Those aren't really like the characters in the comics very much they're kind of like them 
And they've kind of, I feel, done um, a good job of translating them to their own sort of version for the movies. But they're quite a bit different than, than the comic characters. And they've kind of mixed and blended that back and forth over the years where they've made some of the comics more like the movie characters and, you know, things like that. But, um, but yeah, She-Hulk's getting kind of ripped on, too. So, all right, that's enough. I'll, I'll give you my opinion of She-Hulk here as, after I take this short break and, and, and other TV and movies that I've seen. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll come back and we'll, we'll get into that. Superman rocks! Hey, the big guy's heart's in the right place, but give me a break. I'm the fastest man alive. Amazon. I always thought it was merely a legend. I assure you, it's as real as the ground on which we stand. I am Diana, Princess of the Amazons. Pinch me, I must be dreaming. Ow! What's this all about? Over the past few months, I've detected several security breaches in our global deep space monitoring network. All right, I am back. Uh, I, I guess I never really put what I would call sort of put a bow on my last, that last, you know, 15 minutes of the podcast. But basically, I'm essentially saying, you know, maybe hold your opinion on things before they're even airing a little bit. If, if I don't think probably most people listening to this podcast feel like or act like these people, I'm the people that I'm talking about, because I think that I think when you listen to podcasts, I think you find somebody who you feel is you kind of have similar views with somewhat. Most people won't listen to a podcast that, that like, well, that guy, I don't agree with anything. You know, why, why would you probably might listen to one or two and then you would stop. Right. So I, I'm probably preaching, as they say, preaching to the choir a little bit here. You probably all kind of think similar to what I am about this, but, um, but anyway, and, uh, I need a quick drink here. Hang on one second. All right, I am drinking. I used to say this all the time in the podcast. Well, I'm a combination of uh, some vitamin water <laughs> and finishing off a Mountain Dew Spark, which I find is fairly refreshing for summertime. It has sort of a raspberry lemonade flavor to it, and uh, I like it. Um, a lot of people say Mountain Dew is too sugary, too sweet. Um, I think this raspberry lemonade version or whatever is is kind of not as sweet as standard Mountain Dew. But um, it's my one, you know, caffeine soda type drink for the day. But um, all right, let's talk about what's going on in the movies, TV, what I've been doing and watching. Uh, let's go. I guess we can start with what I watched last night. So there's a, uh, a new movie on Prime and I won't I'm not going to give anything away because it just came out a couple of days ago. There's a new movie on Amazon Prime called Samaritan with Sylvester Stallone. Basically kind of it's a superhero kind of movie, but more of a, you know, gritty. It's not like flying around with capes kind of superhero. Um, but um, he basically plays this um, character. There, there are these two like a hero and, an, and a and a not hero character, you know, way in the past and they kind of I won't all this you get from the trailer but they kind of disappeared and then through some circumstances this this boy who's like 13 uh thinks or or he he suspects that one of his neighbors is is one of these guys from from the you know that had disappeared these this hero called Samaritan that's the name in the movie and um overall I thought it was okay I, I um, and this is again just my opinion. Give it, a, you know, check it out if you have Amazon. It's it's uh, it's not super long. It's like 
100 minutes, like a little bit more than an hour and a half. Um, it's got some pretty decent action. I like Sylvester Stallone. I'll, I'll say, you know, there are certain actors that I'll, I'll watch just about in anything that they put out. And Sylvester Stallone's always been an actor that I enjoy in just, you know, mo- most of the movies are fun that he does. So, but yeah, it was kind of a nice diversion. I would say there were some things that I, I had a couple of problems with a few bits of it, but, um, but overall, not a bad movie. And, uh, and kind of, um, I like, I like this idea of, I've always wished if, um, I've always wished they could do a Superman movie like when he's older, like it, like he's, you know, I guess it would have to probably be set in the future or something like that, or maybe something happens to Superman and he ages, but sort of like an aging hero uh, who maybe he's not quite as quick as he used to be. And um, like this has been done in the comics a, a fair amount. They've done it with Batman quite a bit. They've done it with Superman a little uh, it, it's, it's, and it, I really like that idea, maybe because I'm <laughs> getting a little older, but there, there's something kind of, uh, interesting about a character that's a hero that, you know, and then they, they in, invariably, not only are they physically maybe not able to do quite as much as they used to, but, but mentally they're kind of drained out too, from just the constant battling, you know, over the years of, of trying to save people and save you know save people from bad people and i i just i just find that whole idea very interesting like they had um a lot of you probably will know that old uh, batman animated show called batman beyond where you had an old bruce wayne who had pretty much given up being batman and you had a new batman kind of on the scene and that's super cool idea to me i would love to see a batman that, that's a great idea i mean i would love to see a batman beyond movie sometime with an older Batman training, sort of a younger one. I, and I mean, Batman and Robin is kind of that idea a little bit, but not the movie, <laughs> not the Batman and Robin movie. I don't mean, but I just mean the idea of having a protege or, or you know somebody. Uh, but I, I I do like that. So that was kind of cool about Samaritan. You know, this older hero in it. Um, another thing that's recently that I recently wrapped up that's got a sci-fi bent to it. There's another thing on Amazon called Outer Range. I think I've mentioned it. Uh, Josh Brolin is in it. He kind of plays a rancher out in, um, is it Wyoming? I think it's Wyoming. And and discovers, or there's this weird whole portal thing on his, on his ranch. And there's very little I can say about this show that w- without giving too many things away. But I think it was pretty good. Uh, it's only eight episodes. And they're each roughly an hour. Some are a little less than an hour. Um, I don't think there are even any that are. Maybe there's one or two that are just at around an hour. But so so it's you know roughly eight hours or a little less of, of, of viewing over. I, I spent probably. I think I started around the Fourth of July. So it shows you how uh, how quick or how slow that I, I watch stuff. I kind of watched a few in the first couple of weeks. And, and then I kind of got off on watching other things, and then I kind of in the last week or two I kind of got back to it and finished it off. But um, I, w- I will say I hope they do more because without giving too much away, it it, it isn't a neat, tidy um, like a little series on its own. Where okay, there's a there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. I I'll, I will give that away at least. It doesn't quite wrap everything up neatly. Um, so it it, it certainly. Uh, needs more uh, and I looked online yesterday I think it was yesterday or whatever but 
I guess it technically it hasn't been officially renewed for a new season. So although I guess mm, it was pretty well received, pretty good ratings critically, you know, most people seem to like it, the critics and, and people watching. So I'm kind of hoping we'll get more. Uh, I think it's it, it would be kind of a shame, I think, if they leave it um, because especially in the last few episodes, a lot of things come out and and they they, they <laughs> we need to learn more. Let's just say that. So, but I recommend that show if you, especially if you like the things like Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, things that aren't very clear and clean cut, uh, with some mystery and interesting things. The other thing that I really liked about the show, because I'm a big kind of Western kind of guy, and there's a big Western feel to it. It's set in modern time. But the, uh, you know, they have a ranch, they ride horses, there's a rodeo kind of thing in town with Josh Brolin has a son that 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 is um, trying to be a basically a professional like bull rider thing. And there's um, so there's a very, you know, Western feel to the whole show. And and I've done a podcast even about that whole idea of of Western sci fi, you know, just the the mix of those two things to me has always been a cool concept because really, you know, even Star Wars, you know, it was always described, you know, it was a Western or a space opera, you know, it's a Western in space, you know, you got guys with guns on their hips, you know, Han Solo looks like he belongs in a, in a tavern, you know, in the old West. And it's, it's just very much, it's, it's basically a Western. So you, you've got, you know, save the girl kind of, you know, get the bad guy, the bad guys in black, you know, uh, all, all that. There's so many, so many, uh, connections there you can make. So, uh, but yeah, outer range, good show, really, um, really enjoyed it. Uh, and I, yeah, I hope they do more. Yeah. There's, there's another one. It's not sci-fi. I think I mentioned it maybe briefly. Another one on prime terminal list with Chris Pratt. I'll just mention it because of Chris Pratt, but that's a more military, uh, drama. It's based on, I think a book, uh, I did like it. Uh, I think, you know, it's 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 a good show. It's not at all sci-fi, but I just thought I would slide it in here and mention it. And, and uh, yeah, so um, the other fairly recent thing I watched just a couple of days ago, I finally saw it, and I didn't go to the theater. I think it came out, it was kind of close to Comic-Con time, I think, but, um, or maybe it was before that. I don't know, but the, the Buzz Lightyear movie called Lightyear finally watched that it's on disney plus now yeah and i think uh yeah it was really good it was it was a kind of what i expected i think i think chris evans chris evans doing the voice was was fine i mean would tim allen have been good too yeah i i get you know kind of I, once you're watching the movie it, it after probably five, 10 minutes, it, it doesn't really bother you at all, especially since this is a, a pretty different Buzz Lightyear versus, you know, the, the one in Toy Story. Toy Story is basically a toy based on Buzz Lightyear, and this is Buzz Lightyear, so it's a little more serious, obviously, and everything, but uh, animation was was great. There's some really cool things in it. Some it, it, it's it's honestly a pretty cool sci-fi movie, and I wonder how many kids really got a lot of it. If you, especially if they're little kids, because there's things about time time dilation with the speed of light. I think you get that in the trailers. You can tell. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was good. One of the funniest parts. There's there's this um, thing about a sandwich, and, and and in the future they they only have uh, the instead of bread meat bread. In the future they have meat bread 
meat and because they say like well if you put just bread meat bread then that's too much bread i, I don't know that that just stuck into my mind because i thought it was kind of funny uh sometimes like i'll eat a sandwich of just open face you know or just with one piece of bread or even sometimes no bread just eat the eat the meat cheese whatever you know kind of uh like that but uh, yeah Lightyear, good movie uh I think he, I think they did a good job with it, and uh, I, yeah, I think there's um, even more they could probably do there. I, I, I wonder if we'll ever get any of the other, like, Toy Story characters in their in their own movie or something like that. I, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. The um, next up, actually, one quick break, one more drink. Let's talk She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> it's it's fun. That's my, 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 uh, is that two words? It's fun. Yes. With a contraction, but yeah, it's a fun show. Uh, we have Mark Ruffalo as, as smart Hulk or whatever. And, uh, he's in, he's in it. Uh, how do you say her name? Titiana, Titiana, um, orphan black, um, actress, which, all right, I'm going to be embarrassed. Here's a geek, geek admitting I've not watched orphan black. Yes, I've not watched it. It just was one of those shows. That's a, I can't watch them all, and that was one show that slipped slipped by me. I do would like to watch it sometime, but I have not watched it. But she's great as as Jennifer Walters or She Hulk. I, I think um, I think they've gotten the animation looking pretty good. The CGI of the character, because this uh, She Hulk, they just like smart. Mark Ruffalo kind of Hulk, like you've seen in the Avengers, that especially the last ones. The um, uh, when you make Hulk like huge and 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 all that, you don't really you, you don't have him talking and interacting very much. You, you it doesn't let's say that uncanny valley mess with your mind thing. When you've got to make a Hulk character that's just a little bigger or just a bit bigger than you know maybe twice as big as an average person, something like that height wise size wise and then you've got to do the face and the speaking and all the nuances it's a very very tricky thing to do because your mind sort of sort of doesn't accept it easily uh it's like if you've ever watched oh what was that one movie um final fantasy maybe did a movie or i'm trying to think there's been a couple of movies where they try super hard to make um to sort of make a human animated human like there's no it's not like a disney thing where the the character is very different than looking you know like like the older disney movies especially i mean or or even some of the more recent animated disney stuff when you try the closer that you try to make it look like a human the more your mind kind of snafus (laughs) just kind of messes with you now some of the early trailers out you know that people were commenting the cgi was kind of eh, shaky on she hulk i think it's gotten pretty improved on the show i'm fine with it i mean it doesn't really bother me after you're watching it for a bit i'm okay with it i think they move okay and 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 looks fine it's it's the best you can do and i and i think i mean gosh it's it's still pretty amazing honestly but it, it, you know the overall story i think is interesting i the only thing about she hulk right now and a lot of, you know, like I was saying earlier, these people that don't like it, it's like, well, that's not the way the character was in the in the sh- in the book comics or whatever, right? Okay, guys, yes, Marvel twisted it a little and changed a few things, but it, okay, 
but well, move on if you don't like it. But uh, I think it's fun. I, the only thing right now that's bugging me a little bit slightly, and people do comment on this on some of these Marvel TV shows, the episode's super short. The first one was like, I think total time was 37 or 38 minutes. And then, you know, what you actually see is maybe 30 minutes because there's seven or eight minutes of credits. The, um, I think both episodes so far have had a, a, a mid-credit little extra scene, so be aware of that. And then the next episode, too, I think it was only uh, a 30-minute total runtime or so, and so it was like 22 or 23-minute episode. Uh, I mean, I get when you're doing a story like this in a series that you're breaking it at what you feel are key points in the story uh, and, and whatever. I mean, it, I remember when the uh, Wanda show came out, right? The the Vision of Wanda show. Um, those episodes were pretty short, and people were kind of a little bothered and frustrated by that. I mean, Marvel does this sometimes. This is kind of how their TV goes. Some of their TV shows have been longer. Uh, I think Moon Knight was the one that, uh, yeah, I think maybe the, I think the Falcon show, Winter Soldier, those ones had episodes that were pushing you know 45 minutes that kind of thing a little bit more of a typical show length what would you be used to for an episode but so um but yeah i think that's it's okay i mean if that's what it is i think they're doing actually i think there's more episodes of she hulk than there have been those other shows i should look it up here maybe take a break and come back and, and do a couple more things and then wrap this up for this week but um yeah, I think they're maybe doing like the a lot of these Marvel shows have only been like six episodes. I, I'm pretty sure She-Hulk is more than that. So, I'll try to look here in a second. Let me look. I'll take a very short break, and I'll come back with a couple more things and then wrap this up. All right, I am back. Okay, so here's the, here's the rundown on the number of episodes. So She-Hulk is going to have nine episodes. So, yeah, if they're shorter and instead of six episodes, we're getting nine, okay. I won't finish until, like, about middle of October. So we've only had, like I said, we've only had two so far. Um, the two other shows I wanted to mention real briefly, um, The House of the Dragon Show, the new Game of Thrones prequel series, that's going to have 10 episodes. It started last week. Apparently crashed HBO's servers or something. I didn't have any trouble watching it. Um, I enjoyed Game of Thrones. I have not read the books uh, still. Uh, and this show looks good. I, I mean, I, the dragon stuff is, just looks amazing to me. I mean, they, 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 there's a lot of money being spent on this show um, for sure. So... Um, it's a little, uh, I, I wish that these episodes didn't just release at 9 p.m. Eastern time, you know, on HBO and everybody runs to watch, uh, you know. Star Trek Discovery did that in the early days, right? It was only being released at a certain time and they were having server issues. So they started releasing it basically at midnight or th no, I think it was, min I don't think it was midnight Eastern time. Maybe it was like 3 a.m., which was like mis midnight West Coast U.S. time. And then that's, yeah, you can watch the, starting that. So the house of dragon so we've only had one episode uh new episode tonight uh, yeah i'm liking it uh, the only thing that i would say a little bit is is rhaenyra i think is her character this targaryen uh it, it, she just looks like an i mean honestly and i get she's a targaryen and all that but it, it looks like we've got like kind of another daenerys and you know somewhat i mean it just like and i know this is based on a 
mostly based on a prequel book that George R.R. R. Martin wrote, but which I've not read, like I said. And uh, but it just it, it just seems uh, I don't know what can I say. It, it just like okay, you've got another young woman character, and I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I sound like uh, Jerry Seinfeld, and uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, and there isn't. It's it's just didn't we just do that kind of? Right. And I don't know how I guess I'll have to wait and see how the rest of the episodes I'm not prejudging. I'm not complaining. I'm just pointing it out as like, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm really saying. I guess it's a book they could adapt. And if that is what the book is. So but yeah, I'm, I'll certainly be watching this show. It's on HBO. And then the biggie, the other new one that's coming, The Rings of Power, which I mentioned earlier a little bit where everybody, you know, not everybody, but some people were like kind of down on it. Anyway, that's going to be eight episodes for season one. And yeah, so um, so that's uh, that's looking good. I mean, I'm excited by that. I'm probably excited by that, actually. I'll definitely more excited to see that than, than the House of the Dragon, just because I think we've had a lot of Game of Thrones, truthfully. It doesn't seem like it's even been that long, honestly, to me since it's been gone. Um, I know people were down on that last season and how how things kind of wrapped up, but it was fine to me. I, I you know didn't have much of a stake in it, so it's not like I hate the Game of Thrones you know teams or people or whatever. There's probably a whole new group right now working on it, but um, but yeah, Lord of the Rings though this new series lo- looks crazy fantastic to me. I mean I I like Tolkien. It, you know, there's so much fantasy literature books movies well i said literature obviously already twice but tv movies so much is owed to tolkien and what he created and did in middle earth that people kind of later did you know it's just you know even i i was a big dungeons and dragons player back in the day i mean even all of that so much influence from tolkien so it it it's just it's really cool and i love the lord of the rings films the hobbit i felt like it got a little bloated honestly um with with too much extra <laughs> but um but the the original lord of the rings films uh just amazing it just 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 great just you know i i can't say enough of how much i enjoyed those but but yeah so there's just a lot to watch. Oh, and 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 coming soon, and I think this is kind of going to be what I'll be talking about more next week, probably on the live show, but we've got a new Quantum Leap series coming uh, that, that's going to be starting in September. I'll, I'll be talking about that. Um, there's a new season of Lock and Key, which I love that show, and I like the comics too. I, I'm going to, I'm just about ready to start that. I wanted to finish up some of these other shows first. And so I'm excited to um, excited to watch that. And uh, and I did a whole show a couple of weeks ago, but I got to mention again real quickly the Orville. Um, just briefly, it is on now. It's still on Hulu, and it's on Disney Plus here in the U.S. I think Disney Disney in a lot of countries is where you can see it. So or whatever carries those types of shows wherever you're at. So the Orville, I can't say enough of how good, especially the last season was. So check that out if you get a chance. And I think that's going to do it for this week, folks. A shorter podcast, only about 40, maybe 45 minutes total once I edit it all up, but give or take. Uh, but that's uh, that's all I really wanted to cover for this week. Hope everybody's doing well. 
enjoy your summer if you're in, you know, where you're having summer still. I know it's been super hot in places and super dry. Uh, we're still doing okay here for that. Rain has been, uh, we have rain now and then. I mean, I was cutting the grass, like I said earlier today, and our, our grass for a late August is is still fairly green. So that's that's kind of impressive. Not completely burned out or anything like that. And we have, we watered a bit in the earlier part of the summer, but we haven't really been watering that much lately. So um, I think that's about it, folks. Uh, one last thing. The month of September is going to be kind of a busy month for me. Uh, for me. Did I said from me? For me? <laughs> um, basically, next week I'm going to do the live show. The week after that, I'll be out of town at my niece's wedding in northern part of Michigan. And that's like the weekend of, it's like September 8th is the wedding, I think on a Friday, and we'll be gone that whole weekend. So there won't be a show that week. They'll come back. We'll ha- I'll have a show like around whatever that is, the 16th of September, mid-September. Then the following week, I'll also have another week off because we're going to be out in Montana for a friend's daughter's wedding. Two weddings to go to in, in September. And But then after that, things kind of settle down and back to normal. So just, just to give you guys a feel for there'll be a couple of missed or skipped weeks in September. Rico hasn't quit the show or anything or quit the podcast. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, that's what's upcoming. But after those couple of skip weeks, and I'll mention it as I we go through those weeks, and it won't be like, you know, there won't be more than, than a week and then I'll be back and then gone again. But you guys will be aware of it. So don't worry, I'm still around. And uh, But I, it was just going to be too difficult to try to do a show. Uh, although I have one idea for, uh, Lynn mentioned this to me. My wife said, you know, we should do a show together again, a podcast. And I, maybe maybe one of those trips, maybe if we get an opportunity um, I'm thinking maybe the Montana trip or something. Maybe we can do kind of a road show that I'll, I'll, I'll put out when I get back from that trip, possibly. Haven't really decided yet, but maybe. We'll see. We'll see. So, all right, everyone, uh, take care of yourselves. You know, get another booster if you haven't gotten one for, the, for this stupid corona thing that's still everywhere. Uh, or at least just to protect yourself. It's, it's, you know, it's science, folks, and it works. So that's it. Um, yeah, especially if you haven't had anything in like a year or whatever. So, um, all right, I'm out of here. Take care, everyone. Really, really great. Always fun to, to podcast for you guys and gals. And yeah, I'm, I'm a 1950s announcer. Hey, guys and gals, it's nice to have you with me today listening on Treks in Sci-Fi. I don't know what voice that was. Woo, that was weird. All right, folks, I'm out of here. Bye. This has been a Rick Dusty podcast production.